Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stephen James, founder of ProjectLifeMastery.com, internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan James from Project Life Mastery and today I'm super excited for my guest and for this interview because you are about to learn a very unique and weird way of selling on Amazon that's produced over $30 million in sales for my guest Dylan Frost and his partner Dan Metters. And it's a way of selling on Amazon that you've probably never heard of before. I didn't know really anything about it. I'm new to it, I'm learning it, and I'm blown away by it. I'm blown away compared to the other ways of selling on Amazon. In some cases, how much easier and simpler it is. And I'm not here to say that it's easy or it's simple to build a business, it's not. But relative and in comparison to some other models that I've seen, um, there's a lot less logistics involved, and it might be a great fit for you if you're someone that is considering to sell on Amazon or if you are someone that's already selling on Amazon. You've already got experienced private labeling products um, because a lot of those skills you're going to learn can be very valuable to help you make some extra money doing this method. And it's not retail arbitrage, if you're familiar with that. In fact, I'll share with you what it's called. They call it reverse sourcing wholesaling. Okay, reverse sourcing wholesaling. So in this video, in this interview, Dylan's going to break it down for you. He's going to give you an example of this so that you can really understand this model. So I'm going to turn it over to Dylan. Dylan, thank you so much for being here. Do you mind sharing with people a little bit about your story and how you discovered reverse sourcing wholesaling? Yes. So I'm 31 years old right now. Um, I didn't go to college. I went to community college, but I wasn't able to go to like a big university or anything like that because I couldn't afford it. Uh, it. School was just too expensive for me. Uh, but I was lucky enough after community college to get like a decent paying job making $40,000 a year. Uh, and I was really happy about that. Thought I was rich at the time, you know, uh, doing real well. But there was only like doing that for at the beginning anyway, but doing that for two or three years, um, I started to get like real jaded and real mad at my job because it was like uh, as appreciative as I was to get it in the beginning, it was like I started feeling like I wasn't getting paid what I deserved. I worked a lot harder than, I, than the money I was paid. I felt like the other people I worked with or the people that made more than me or that were higher up in the company, I felt like, and this can be conceded to say, I felt like I was maybe smarter than them. Um, and it was just really frustrating. And so I was lucky because like right in the, in the middle of like the real resentment period of uh, uh, Dan reached out to me and my partner, my business partner now, Dan reached out to me and he was just like, telling me just so excited about this Amazon thing and this Amazon opportunity and I, I listened to him for talk about it for about 30 minutes because Dan and I we've known each other our whole lives because uh, we've, we've grown up playing uh, cards and games together and I, I really just took about 30 minutes of him explaining it to me and I was like whatever man I'm in let's do it uh, let's make it happen all, I'm, I'm all about it so that's really how we got started uh, Dan, he, he got started uh, and he got into Amazon with arbitrage and he got started with a $600 credit card mm -hmm. and then he drug me into it with the opportunity as he was making money. It was earning because he, you know, we were friends and he, he just thought I was somebody that um, he could work with and partner with really well. So he drug me into it and that's how we got started right. in our company and uh, our business at the beginning. Our Amazon business was arbitrage based 
which means, uh, for those of you that don't know, it means basically our business model was get in a van and drive around the southeastern part of the country and stop at every Walmart and go into Walmart and go into the clearance section and use our phones to scan with the Amazon app to see what could we buy in clearance and then resell on Amazon at a profit. That's pretty much all that we did for years and how our, and, and that, you know, that was fine, actually, believe it or not, we did about a million dollars in sales per year doing that. Wow. The problem, the problem with that model, even though you're doing a million dollars in sales and you're making a decent income is you have to work a lot. Right. You have to, you know, you have to spend a lot of time on the road in stores, prepping product. Uh, so you can work for yourself and have a good income. So it was literally the identical problem that I had just got out of when I had a real job where I was really happy and smitten with it at the beginning, you know, where it was like, oh yeah, I'm making $40,000 a year, man. I'm rich. This is great. Uh, and, but, and it was similar with arbitrage, working for yourself, selling on Amazon, where it's like, Oh, we're making decent money, but and, and it was good for the first year, but the second, third year, it's like, this is a lot of work. This sucks. There's got to be a better way. And there was, uh, there was a better way, and we just had to find it. And I'm glad ultimately we did. And I can get into that. Uh, we so about three years of doing arbitrage and about a million, and we were the other problem with arbitrage that we had was we were stuck. Like we couldn't grow anymore. Like right. the only way you could grow that business or there really, really wasn't a way is for days to be longer or for you to be able to stay awake longer, right? There, so there wasn't like a real means uh, to scale. We were kind of at the peak of what was possible, just two guys. So the next phase, we, we were trying to figure out what it was. How do we scale? How do we grow? So we tried a bunch of things and failed at most of them. So we tried opening a retail store in our town, right? Thought that maybe that would work. Opened a comic book shop. That was a bad idea. It didn't work. Uh, we opened, we started a, a Shopify store selling My Little Pony collectible products because we thought that was a niche that was going to blow up. Uh, it didn't really. Uh, that didn't succeed. Uh, we tried, uh, gosh, we tried a bunch of dumb stuff. Uh, <laughs> not even worth mentioning. We try, uh, we, we tried private label and we did that we just that we just weren't experienced enough we didn't get it then i'll come back to private label because we sure. we got it right we figured it out eventually but we tried it early on and did not have success mm. um and then we find when then we tried traditional wholesale and you know traditional wholesale i'll explain that we failed at that too uh, but traditional wholesale is where you reach out to a wholesaler or a distributor which they, they have basically there's just, just these companies with massive catalogs of inventory and product. Um, and then you try to find a, something that they sell that may also be good to sell on Amazon. And the problem with that is they have, first of all, they have just these giant catalogs of inventories. It's really hard and really con all consuming to try to find the good ones in there. And then when you do find one, the profit margin is super low. And the big problem is everyone else can just do that too. Right. So you have just all this competition that makes right. it really hard. And then we get lucky one day, right? One day we get lucky um, in frustration and failure. So trying that and, and like it was literally like with wholesale, we were like, how does anyone even make money doing this? This seems awful. And Dan in his frustration was like, I just want to be able to sell what I want to be able to sell. I don't want to go through these catalogs. And he picks up a, a product off of his desk and he's like, you know, what, I just want to sell this. What if I just wanted to, I just want to sell this right here. Why is that so hard? And then he's like looking at it and it's just like one of those things where like he looks at it at the product and he, he like sees their address and contact information and he's like, you know, screw it. I'm just going to call them. I'm going to call this company direct kind of thing. And so he did that. He called, he just straight up, he Googles their, their company name or their company information that was on the box or whatever. Um, and he says, hey, uh, I'd, I'd like to buy your product. Can you tell me who your distributors are so that I can buy your product? And they say, well, you, you could, or you could just buy it from us direct. We open up direct accounts with people. And so Dan was like, oh, well, that's cool. But then he, he assumed that it doesn't matter. He assumed, and I assumed, mm -hmm. 
that their minimum order quantity, they're going to make like if you're going to be able to buy direct, you know, because if you if you're able to buy direct, you're getting at the best possible prices, right? When you buy when because you're buying at direct pricing, when you buy from a wholesaler, they've already bought it and then marked it up to you. So we're assuming buying direct, you have to buy, you know, tens of thousands of dollars worth of product. And he but so he he luckily he asks. He asks what that the person over the phone, what is your minimum order quantity? And they say $250. <laughs> and it was like, do what? Nice. We just assumed that it wasn't possible <laughs> to buy direct, that the, that the the minimum quantities were just too high. But it, that it, it just by sheer luck, whatever you want to call it, luck, accident happenstance we figured out our business model and it was in that moment but then that's what we call reverse sourcing wholesale it's the act of so instead of doing traditional wholesale which is to use wholesalers and distributors to find product that may be selling well on amazon and then buying it from them what we do is we look on amazon first that's where we find our products to sell is amazon we go to amazon and we, we figured out a, 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 mathema- a very simple mathematical formula uh, now where we can look at any product on Amazon and determine with very good accuracy about how much money we could be making, about how much profit that we could be earning if we were selling the product. But no matter how many other people are selling it, we can figure out about how much we could earn selling the product. Um, and then with that information, we just go straight to the source. We call, we, we reach out to the brand owner of the product themselves. When I say brand owner, I mean the legal rights owner, which right. is usually domestic. You're usually just calling a company in the United States or Canada, um, and then you're, and and then we talk to them and get approval. We get approval to be an authorized reseller of their product on Amazon. We get we become an, an approved authorized right. reseller of their products, yeah. and and then so. When the, then what's really cool, what our business does and what we've learned and evolved through over the years. So not only do we do that, that just, that's just step one. That's just phase one. They approve us to be an authorized Amazon retailer of theirs. Um, and then we work with them. We, we get them great results. We improve their sales through different strategies and methods, some that we can talk about here, um, to where eventually they want to work with us in an exclusive capacity and us be their only seller. They see that we outperform all of their other sellers. They want to work with us exclusively. So then we're the only person selling their product on Amazon. Yeah. We go under contract with them uh, to be their exclusive seller. And so, and then, and then that's when you really have understand and really have the power of what our business model does and is, and how we're so far away from what we used to do. It's crazy to me to think about one day, once upon a time, we were, you know, yeah. in a van in the middle of nowhere, West Virginia, you know, going to shop and clearance at Walmart to today. Now we have wholesale contracts, exclusive contracts that are a business asset because it's a contract with a bunch of guaranteed sales of a particular product on the world's largest marketplace that are in some of our contracts are worth literally a million plus dollars. Wow. Uh, yeah. And their value of based on the term and how much uh, profit that they generate. So, yeah. uh, I guess that's the that's the whole story. I don't right. know. I talked a lot there, well, but I, I gave I wanna, it. Yeah, no, that's amazing. I want to dive a little bit more into it because I didn't know this model really existed until I met I met you and Dan. And um, you know, I've been selling on Amazon for a long time, and I've done private labeling, and I've sold books, and I've kind of dabbled with retail arbitrage a little bit too, but. Um, this model is a model that a lot of people don't know anything about, which is really surprising. There's not much content, even people talking about this on YouTube. Um, but also it seems like when I look at compared to private labeling with, I'm a beginner, there's a lot of benefits of this. We can kind of talk about how it compares to that, but it seems a lot simpler. Like a lot, you don't have to handle a lot of the logistics that are involved in private labeling your own product and ordering from a supplier and the minimum order and the thousands of dollars to invest in that. And you're not taking on that level of risk in the same way too. And with this model, it seems, you know, you kind of, you, you find the products, you, the research is a big component of it. But once you do find the products, you, you know, you work out the deal with them. And then once you can, you know, add some value to them, you get one set up, you can do many different products like this and scale it in a way that you were never able to really with the retail arbitrage. So before we dive into, I have more questions about it. You mind just sharing a little bit about like once you guys discovered this, what happened? <laughs> I, I assume that you kind of 
moved in that direction away from the retail arbitrage, but what kind of success have you guys done? Um, you know, once you guys got into this. Yeah, it's, it was wild. So after that, you know, that moment of Dan in his office, grab like mad and angry and grabbing a product and seeing that the, the company's contact information on the bottom of the box or whatever from that moment, it was only six months later that our business was 100% wholesale. Um, and we had completely replaced the income from the arbitrage. And then by the end of the year, we had tripled our rev over triple our revenue and our first full year of wholesale uh, we were up to like three and a half million dollars in sales and then the next year it was it was six million dollars in sales um, so at this point we've done well over 30 million dollars in sales now on amazon um, and it's, it's just been it's been a wild ride yeah that's amazing so in terms of uh, i want one question that people might have is if you find a, a wholesaler that agrees for you to sell their product on Amazon, how does that work? Because I assume they already maybe have their product on Amazon or maybe they don't, but um, there's other, I guess, resellers of the product as well. So how do you kind of uh, come in and, and make money from that perspective? Yeah, I'll put it in like, yeah, and I'll put it into perspective for everyone because like sometimes you can kind of forget uh, especially if you come from a private label background, you think everybody owns and sells their own product, but that's actually not the case for the vast majority of, the, of how commerce and retail has always worked. So for most of time, the way commerce and, and, and retail has worked is that you have two different kinds of people. You have people that make the product and people that sell the product, and very rarely are they the same person. Right. You have manufacturers and you have retailers, right? Because like, for instance, there's no Coca-Cola store, right? You don't go to the Coca-Cola store to buy your Coca-Cola. You go to a retailer. They are the experts in selling products, right? And that's the relationship that's mostly always exists, and it still does. Uh, it's very bizarre, actually, when you have re uh, manufacturers that retail their own product. That's actually the, the outlier, the weird thing. So, and, and it's, the, it's still that same way, especially with Amazon. So the people that we work with, the brands that we work with are established, successful brands and, and manufacturers of product, but they don't sell their own product. They absolutely rely on people like me to retail their product. That's the way that their business has always worked and how their business is. So they have a set amount of people that they are willing to work with as a retail partner, as an Amazon seller, as an Amazon authorized seller. It's just about, are they willing to work with you or not? And that's the thing. So, because I, I, it's probably been a bit like all, you know, butterflies and rainbows. So I want to just like set a little bit of the perspective here is that when you call or when you email a successful brand, maybe it's a company that's been around 70 years and their product does, you know, a million, $2 million in sales on Amazon every year, right? Which is similar to some, many of the brands that we sell and carry and have success with and have contracts with, right? If you call or email them uh, to, to want to open a direct account with them, because opening a direct account is a big deal for a brand. They only let you know certain people be able to do that. If you were to call or email them, their answer to you would probably be, no, we're not doing that right now. We're not accepting any new Amazon sellers, right? And, and that's number one, that's the biggest opportunity for our business model. So, so if, if every brand that I called or every brand that I emailed, if they all said like, oh yeah, sure, we'll sell to you, that won't actually be an opportunity anymore. Because if everyone has access to something, well, then it just ruins it for everyone. So our business model can exist and does so well for the simple fact that brands do not, for the most part, want to work with you. Their first inclination is to tell you, no, I don't want to work with you. That's the whole opportunity. Right. Because if you know what to say, if you know what value to offer them, to make, to entice them, to encourage them to want to work with you as a retail partner, and then you get the account, uh, you are one of very few people that have access yeah. to it. And, and, and you can feel comfortable that every day that people are trying to get that account and the, and the brand is saying, no, no, you can't sell. No, you can't sell. No, you can't work with us. And that's what we have gotten very good at over the years is knowing how to speak to brands and make them interested in wanting to work with us, wanting to work with us and understanding how valuable of a partner, a retail partner we can be with Amazon and Amazon knowledge. And so like, let me just like give some perspective. What does that actually mean? What kind of value do we provide these brands? And it can be really simple. 
uh, if you look at, I, I can show some examples too. We'll do that. We'll show some examples so that people can like really sure. see it. But the majority of Amazon listings, I would say the vast majority of listings on Amazon are absolutely garbage. Right. They are terrible. They are just unoptimized crap. And the big reason for that is there, because there are so many products listed on Amazon and so many brands and they're, they've been listed by people that don't know what they're doing or don't know how to create great listings, right? And so there are just almost an endless examples of these well-established brands that have huge customer bases where many people are buying them, um, but they have bad listings. And by and so they, it's like, imagine this, right? Imagine a product that sells a thousand times every month, but it has a really bad listing. Right. Anyone that's watching this has experience with Amazon or private label, you know that if I made that bad listing a good listing, a high converting listing, an informative listing, right? I could take it from a thousand sales a month to three thousand sales a month, right? And that's basically what we're doing and what we're offering for these brands. We're showing them here are all the things, simple things that you can do to fix their brand. And you would be shocked at how bad that this can be and how bad it can get and how easy it is for anyone to make these changes. They just don't know anything about it. They don't know anything about Amazon. That's why they need people like you and me. Right. And really, you know, I think that there's no one better positioned to, to do what we do than private label sellers because they already have all the knowledge and they have they have all the skills already to be able to do it very well. Right. And, and that, that's really powerful because I assume you're looking on Amazon and, and, and when you're looking for products, you can use tools like Helium 10 or Jungle Scale to actually see how much sales they're doing. And yeah. you can actually, from your experience, look at their listing and be like, their, their, their product images suck, you know, their bullet points aren't good. And you know, you can come in there and just make some adjustments to it and boost those sales a certain amount. So um, I can imagine that that's, that's really powerful to be able to take advantage of those opportunities. Cause I think so many of these companies, they're not good at internet marketing. That's, you know, I should sell on Amazon. Yeah. So they just throw their product up there, but they have no idea really what to do with it from there. So that's the, one of the pieces of value that, that you guys come in with. Yep, absolutely. I, I, like, cause that's, I mean, a hundred percent, like the, I'm currently in negotiations with a brand right now. It would be the biggest brand that we've ever carried. And everybody that's, I can't say it right now. Uh, cause I, I don't want to say it until the deal has closed. I'm happy to disclose it after we have closed the deal with them, but it would be the biggest account we've ever landed. And it's a company that everyone that's watching this has heard of and knows their company and brand and has, everyone has likely bought some of their products or Right. Uh, at some point, and it would be a really big deal. We're talking about a company who, who could, has, you know, 15, 20 million dollar potential in sales on Amazon. And that's just what, that's what's possible. That's what you're getting yourself into. Imagine being the exclusive seller of a brand that does 50, you know, you know, 15 to 20 million dollars in sales a year on Amazon. Uh, and that's the position that we put ourselves in over the years. So yeah, it's amazing. You know, the sky's the limit. Yeah. Yeah. So is there an example of a product that you, you can maybe show if you share your screen? Yeah, I'll show. I, I don't care to show uh, what an opportunity looks like so everyone can understand. I don't even care to show like brands that we've worked with or we have active accounts with and stuff like that. So, yeah, just to give me a second to pull up my screen here and we'll do that. OK, so we're here on Amazon. So this is an example that uh, I came across the other day. So I really think it's a good one that really helps people to understand like the types of brands that we may target or the types of opportunities that exist. So I'm going to go to Amazon here and I'm going to type the keyword hot sauce. I'm going to search for hot sauce on Amazon. So let's look at the results for hot sauce. Obviously, Amazon's going to show me the top results, which means that really it's just their best selling products for the term hot sauce. And I'm scrolling through here and, I, and I'm just wanting people at home that are watching right now uh, to think about something. Think about what you're not seeing on this list. What are you not seeing on this list of hot sauces? Now, if you're anything like me, if you had asked me before I started scrolling through Amazon here, you had asked me, you said, Dylan, what's what's the, like, the first thing that comes to your mind when someone says hot sauce? I would have said Tabasco sauce. I would have said Tabasco sauce, just something like, you know, it's just always been around. It's, it's at every restaurant you ever go to, right. Tabasco sauce. It's like, but what we, where is it? I type hot sauce on Amazon and it's nowhere to be found. Where is it? Where is Tabasco? That's that's actually like crazy, right? So we have to actually search it by name to find it, first of all. Um, and so I've searched Tabasco 
So let's look, let's take a look at their listing real quick. Okay, that's that's uh, what you would call uh, a little bit underwhelming. Uh, their their Amazon their list. This is Tabasco, one of the most well known brands that you know everybody knows and recognizes. Certainly in the U.S. anyway, uh, as a hot sauce brand, been around many many years. Actually established in 1868 is what the bottle says, um, and their listing includes a picture of, of the front of the packaging that is not. And that's also just not a good picture. I especially love the little uh, crinkled plastic at the top that's uh, right. in that main product image. Uh, back of the bottle and then like a zoom in on the ingredients there and that's it. What's missing from those photos besides good ones of the product? Uh, it's showing it on food with delicious right. meals to make people interested or engaged and maybe wanting to, to eat or, this hot sauce or buy this hot sauce, right? None of that is there. Uh, let's look at the title. For those of you that know anything about selling on Amazon or know anything about private label, do you think that's a, a solid title for this product? Do you think that that's got uh, all the information and keywords that it needs to have to be able to show up and search and draw people to it? The answer is absolutely not. How about these bullets? First of all, they only have three of them. You're allowed five on Amazon. Uh, and they're, it's just like it, the whole listing is just miserable top to bottom, right? And this was the number one result. And, and if they just had the word hot sauce somewhere, they might actually show up on the first page. And oh, I didn't even notice. Sales. That, yeah, we, they went with pepper sauce instead <laughs> of hot sauce. But like, that's a great point. I didn't even like notice that as I was right. looking over. It. Don't it's it doesn't even have the word hot, a hot sauce doesn't even have the word hot sauce in it. Isn't that something? And so you're you're seeing this. This is this Amazon is just filled with tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of products like this, but this has a great rank still, 7,000 in grocery, um, and it would, this product, you could make a, a lot of money selling it, even as is, but imagine if you fixed this listing. Let's go back, like imagine if you actually made this listing decent. Let's go back to when I type hot sauce and look at some of those first results, right? Those first non-sponsored results. Look at this, look at this one, right? Now this is what I'm talking about. This is how you put together a hot sauce listing. You know, videos, uh, a, a fantastic, uh, right there, like you said, hot sauce, right, the, right in the front. Most important keyword, right in the front. Uh, good listing, good bullets, uh, A plus content in the description, and you see the difference in there. Who's heard? Who who here prior to this has heard of Truff hot sauce? I bet I mean, the answer is very very few people had heard of Truff hot sauce. But they're uh, 322 rank in the grocery category on Amazon. And the reasoning is this, which is what you're seeing yeah. right here. It's just the power. The listing is so much better and more engaging. And they're priced way higher than Tabasco. And they still just outsell them like crazy because their listing isn't crap. And yeah. ultimately, that's what I'm doing. I'm trolling. You know, I use our, our formula. I troll Amazon. And I find opportunities to reach out to companies and brands that are basically have poor listings or they're, they're but they they have success anyway because they have a built-in customer base, right? Got so it. I'll show you a brand. Um, I'm not going to be able to show you the before, but I'll show you a brand that I currently work with. I have an active yeah. contract with, right? Because that's and the thing about. Yeah, and would you also be able to show just in terms of for you when you come in, just where um, like on the listing as another seller, like uh, just kind of showing the resellers component? Yeah, so like on this Tabasco listing, right? It has right here, 14 people are selling it. Right. 14 people are selling it. Um, and you can just click those other sellers and kind of see. But here's an interesting, unique thing that's important to know here, right? When I click that other sellers, uh, this is who has the buy box here. Same tick as the seller that has the buy box. They're selling it at seven seventy nine. Yep. But you see, there's people at seven eighty, seven eighty, then eight dollars, then nine ninety five. See all these people that are selling it like at nine ninety five, and then twelve fifty, and then thirteen, and then all that. Like all these people, this guy's selling it for three fifty five plus ten dollars shipping. Like. None of those people are ever getting sales because that's what the Amazon Amazon's buy box, which is this thing right here is the buy box. This is like when someone says buy now, right? It awards the sale to this seller, Sam Tick seller right here. But, and so the, the only people that are eligible to have the buy box 
to get sales are the people that are priced competitively. Right. And the majority of the sellers on this listing aren't priced competitively. So you can just the shipping cost. Yeah, you can just ignore them basically uh, because they are not ever going to get sales. These are all people that are just listing it just in case it stocks out or like who knows. A lot of these people that are priced at $14 and stuff bought from a wholesaler and or a distributor instead of buying direct from the brand, um, things like that. They don't have brand direct pricing like we get access to. So they're not even competing. So the only people that are even like legitimately, even reasonably competing for this product are the are are from the guy that's priced eight oh six and down, really. And really, even he's not super competing. He's very unlikely to get the buy box. So uh, we don't have to go into the great depth about it. I, you know, I can teach about I can teach about this concept all day. But really and truly, there are only like one, two, three. There's really just three people actively competing for the box. The sales of this product, even though there are 14 sellers, there's only really three that are getting any sales. Right. So that's another thing too, to be aware of. It's like a lot of people don't know or understand that's what our mathematic formula does, our wholesale formula does. So we can kind of analyze like who's really competing, who's really getting sales of a product, how much could I expect? So if I were to sell this product competitively about this price, I would expect to get about 25% of the total sales of this product. Wow. And, and also, um, when you are an authorized reseller, I guess that gives you the ability to update the listing and optimize that for them? Sure, yeah. And even if you're not, you can do that. that we, right. we, there's a lot of ways that you can get gain access to a listing um, and be able to make changes through uh, submitting uh, tickets through Amazon, uh, using flat files, uh, which is uh, Amazon inventory files, which is a way to get changes passed through. And then, yes, as an authorized reseller, you have access to brands brand registry they can make you an agent of their brand registry so that you can get in there uh, make changes yeah so that's that's what we're able to do work with the brands get access to that stuff uh, and update their product listing so really th- that's kind of a big myth a lot of people think you can't change other other listings on amazon that's not true you absolutely can it's actually not that hard we do it on a day to daily basis you just gotta know what you know what the steps and procedures are but yeah pretty much everyone has access to change almost any listing on amazon that's amazing. And I hope for those that are watching this, especially if you've learned and watched my other videos about private labeling, you understand how powerful this is and how, how this is uh, an amazing opportunity that you could take advantage of, a different way of selling it on Amazon that is often not talked about. Now, I have a few more questions that I want to, and if you have another product to, to show, that'd be great too. But I just want to mention for those that are watching um, that um, Dylan and his partner, Dan, are actually going to be doing a free live workshop that's coming up soon. And they're going to be going a lot more in depth into this. This interview is just kind of the tip of the iceberg to show you guys how this works and to answer some, some questions for you. But if you, will, if you really want to dive into this, I want to invite you guys to the workshop. I'll provide a link for you. If you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash TWF, um, their method is called the Wholesale Formula. I'll link that below for you guys as well. You can head on over there, register for the training. It's 100% free a lot of value that they're offering. And I'm learning this myself. So I'll be there to uh, attending as a student as well. So we'll talk about that a little bit more later before we wrap up. I just want to plant that for you guys right now. Yeah. And we're going to be, te- you know, that wholesale formula that I'm talking about, it's a very real thing. We're going to be teaching that in full at that event. It's, a, it's free to attend. Uh, and we're, you're going to get the full scoop on it. Exactly how we find products just like this one. How do you find them? How do you find hundreds of them? like you know we're gonna you're gonna get the full details that little mathematic formula i was talking about here about how can you how can you know for sure about how many you could sell if you were to be a seller we'll teach that in depth in full you know with because we'll, at that event we'll have more time than we have here now for sure uh and so go cover deep how you find this stuff right so uh next thing i want to show you is you know that's a cool thing about wholesale and our, our way of selling on Amazon is like, I'm not afraid to show you my brands and who I work with, uh, right? I'm under contract, they're under contract with me. There's nothing, you know, I'm, so I'm fine doing that. Because uh, I know with, with, with private label, a lot of people like, they don't, they don't want you to steal their ideas or, or stuff like that. So they're, you know, less likely to want to show you your brands or their, or their products. I don't have that problem. A lot of the brands I work with, I'm under contract. So I'm okay for that. So let's look at one, one of our brands here, Musher Secret Paw Wax. And, I, and I'll tell the whole story about this one. So this is a, a, a product that's been around uh, for many, many, many years, right? It's, it's an, uh, a product that, you know, the brand's been around 50 plus years, right? 
Um, and it's very popular with dog owners. Musher's Secret, what it is, uh, it was developed for, you know, like musher dogs, like Iditarod kind of dogs for, to put this wax on their paws to protect them from the snow and ice damaging and hurting and drying out their paw pads, right? And we reached out to this brand. When, uh, it was it, it sold well on Amazon, not as well as it does now. It sold well on Amazon at the time just because it's such a known popular brand of paw wax that many people have, uh, have used for very many years. But when we reached out to them to sell their product, they had 70 sellers at the time, 70. Wow. And it was still worth it for us to carry it, even though there were 70 people selling it it was still profitable for us to become a seller of their product. But anyway, we became one of 70 sellers and we had a chat with the owner of the, the brand one day, talking to him about all the things that we would love to be able to start implementing and helping them with on their brand and product uh, and giving them ideas on how we could improve their sales, right? So let's go ahead and take a look here. So, this particular product at the time, you can see that right here, it, where it says it's all season pet paw protection against heat, sand, and snow. Back when we first started working with them, this listing was marketed only towards cold weather protection. But this paw wax is actually great for dogs to use in the sun, for, for people to use with their dogs in the summertime to protect them from hot pavement or their snouts drying out. Um, in hot or dry weather, if you live in, you know, the, the American Southwest, for instance, where it's very, very dry, uh, it's great. So this product is actually great all year long, but the product wasn't properly marketed that way on Amazon. Now, it's not like I taught that to the brand owner. They knew that already. They just never could get any of their Amazon sellers to fix the listing. Uh, you know, their, their marketing externally on their website or, you know, in their retail stores was already doing that, but nobody was doing it for them on Amazon. So we started making all those updates for them. We redid all their pictures. We redid all the marketing copy. We got a plus content on our listing, right? And all, we, what, through working with them, we got advertising running for them and they gave, gave us the exclusive on the account where we were the exclusive seller of the product. So they went from 70 sellers to one seller, okay? And then it went a step further. And then it went a step further. So like this, you could, there are levels of wholesale that you graduate up to. You start off as one of several sellers. Then you can convince the brand to make you the exclusive seller, right? Where you're the only one selling the product. And then we took it up to another level. There's actually another level above that. It's even better. And that level is what we call brand management. So you can see who the seller of this product is, is actually the brand themselves. So what we, what we went under contract for them to do was for them to sell the product direct and us manage the sales of it for a percentage of sales. So at this point, we don't even have to pay for the inventory and we make a percentage of every single sale that happens on Amazon. And we don't even have to buy inventory anymore. That freed up hundreds of thousands of dollars in cash flow. And we still make as much profit as we would have wholesaling a product. So that's the right. final step that you can graduate to is manage the seller account for these other, wow. for these brands, get paid a percentage of sales. And, and that's without having to carry inventory. You have no right. costs right. and you can generate tens or in our case, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, now it's, it's a big count. It's, I'm not wanting to say it's not, it's obviously there's a real amount of work that goes into this. We have employees dedicated to a virtual assistance of right. making this run. So it's, but, so it's, it's certainly valuable to them. And we put a lot of work and effort energy to, because you, I don't know if you saw the sales rank on this. Uh, yeah. 227. Wow. It's pretty good. Amazing. Amazing. It's doing, yeah. it's doing pretty good. Right. So, yep. um, so it's, it's great. You know, that, that yeah. they've been thrilled with the results and we've been thrilled with the results we've been able to generate for them since we started, since that day where we were one of 70 sellers, their sales have increased something like close to 5X since wow. that day. It's yeah. amazing. In, in terms of when you find uh, like a company like this to work with, once you set up the listing, how much is involved ongoing? Like what's the ongoing, what can someone expect in terms of their time and their commitment? Um, I imagine if you're doing wholesale, you have to kind of just make sure the inventory is intact. But anything else in terms of um, what people, what's, what's kind of involved in maintaining this income? So it can be 
it just depends. It's kind of a case-to-case basis, right? We have a brand who we have a, a, a much deeper, different kind of relationship, right? They they have, uh, they contracted us to do a whole lot more. They, try, they contracted us to go as deep as to develop and design new product ideas for them and stuff like that. So it's really just about like what the brand wants to do, what they need. And, and so everything can be super custom mm-hmm. to be what they want or what you want. Uh, so it, it's not a one size fits all thing. You can do a whole lot for brands or a whole or, or very little, just depending on what makes sense uh, for you and for them. And, and in some cases, it just depends on how much money you want to be able to make too. You can kind of choose, yeah. do I want it to be uh, low impact for me or, or, and then you can, and then there's the perspective of us. We've grown to the point now where we, we, we got, I'm not trying to intimidate anybody, but like we got to the point where uh, it, we were earning enough money where it made sense. We could start hiring people. We started with hiring virtual assistants from the Philippines. Those were our first employees, were team members that could do some day-to-day work, some, uh, simple tasks on our business, virtual assistant from the Philippines. And we had more and more success. That really helped us scale and grow. And then our next step was we started hiring domestic employees to help us and to, to run and operate our business. And then the, more recently, we've started hiring really like high-level folks, right, that can help operate our business, right, people that we pay a good, decent salary to, and they're able to generate super, and that's when you really own a business, that's when you're really growing, it's like, because the the impact, you know, you, you hire someone at six, you know, six figures, right, right. A, a six-figure employee that's really had a great background, comes into your business, and they, the, the return on investment on an employee like that is fantastic, we grew into that, we have that ability now, and now it's like, sky's the limit, our goal in the next three to five years, and we're headed there and we're hitting all of our, our baselines is we're going to be able to sell our business for over eight figures um, in wow. the next three to five years. Wow. And, you That's know, a minimum of 10 million. I would be disappointed if it was just 10 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, you know, eight figures for sure. That's amazing. And so for some people, let's say if they just want to make some extra passive income uh, on the side type of thing, um, is this a model where they find a few different products and maybe some that just make them a couple hundred bucks a month, a couple thousand bucks a month, but they can kind of set it and forget it, but they still, I guess, would have to maybe a VA or whatever to still make sure that it's still selling or that the inventory is still good. Is that a possibility for a lot of people? Absolutely. So there are plenty of our brands where it was like one of our brands is just one product. Their whole brand is just one product. It's just a board game. That's it. Nothing else. We were able to update the listing one time uh, you know, did front load all the work. And that was, there was nothing really else that could be done. We got that done. We got their advertising settled. There's not a whole lot more that could be, do, could be done. There's not a whole lot more that the brand wanted and they're happy. Their sales doubled. And uh, so everything's going great for them. Right. And so like, so there, like there's just a, a myriad of different possibilities and plenty of brands like that. So um, let's get into talking about like starting and, and uh, sure. you know, what that looks like. Right. So um I, we've always recommended you can do this at as little as like $2,000. You can get into this version of wholesale because, you know, it's kind of like what you were alluding to earlier. You're, you, you, you can, you just buy as much inventory as you want, really. You don't, you're not forced to buy certain amounts. You can, you, you can buy as much as you can afford because you're, think about it, right? Like you identify product, like Tabasco, for instance. I don't I can just buy what I can afford. There are other sellers there. So I, I can sell what I can sell till I'm sold out. And then there are other people that sell until they're sold out, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you aren't. And then another thing about it is it's also not a risky investment because the product is already successful. So you look at private label, right? It's one of those things where you have, like the way I like to look at private label and wholesale is private label has a higher ceiling, right? like this, this, your ceiling for success with private label can be super high. Uh, and like, you can have these amazing results where you can rank a product and you, you're just like crushing it. Your profit margins are insane, right? But the but, but private label, and it has that higher ceiling. It's also riskier too, right? You can kind of, you know, kind of lose your shirt if you, if you do things wrong, right? With wholesale, it has a much lower ceiling than private label, right? Your margins are never going to be as high as private label margins. You're, you like home run, like, you know, the, the top level home run that you can hit in wholesale is never as high as like a top level private label home run that you can hit, right? Uh, but your floor is higher and that it's less risky. So it's, that's the, the kind of the difference in the business models. 
uh, because with wholesale, you're only selling established products, right? That have a floor of sales. You know, everything, all the products that we looked at, like worst case scenario, the products are already selling hundreds of times a month, right? So you know that you're going to be able to sell it. Um, like, so like the worst thing that can happen to you is maybe um, some other people on, on the on the listing are, are undercutting your price and you maybe have to sell it at break even or at a 10% loss. So that means, you know, you, you invested $2,000 and your worst case scenario is you bring back 1800. So you didn't, you didn't lose your shirt over it. You know what I mean? It was just a, that, so that's, that's kind of what makes wholesale um, pretty easy. I would say to get into and, and not be risky and you can dip your toes in the water and, um, and try it out. Yeah, without a whole to, lot of risk yeah compared to private label you're gonna to have to invest a couple thousand bucks and if you can't sell it you know it's gonna be a lot harder to recoup back your investment from that and in terms of i guess uh where can where, where do you have to live to do this can you do this from anywhere in the world um i assume as long as you can set up a seller central account and amazon allows that you can do this right it doesn't matter where you are in the world as long as your country allows you to, to create a seller central account you can do this in in the other marketplaces in the uk you can do this in the united states a marketplace um it doesn't matter the the, the business model works no matter what it's you know it's a universal business model the business the reverse sourcing wholesale business model is is ubiquitous uh completely and then we have many students that you know work are, are nomads, right? So right. the thing about it, look, the reason that you can do this from anywhere is you never have to see or touch the product. When I open up a wholesale account, 80% uh, of the time, they're able to just send it direct to Amazon. Like I call, like I, it doesn't come to me or it doesn't go to, to my you know warehouse. I don't have a warehouse. It doesn't go to anything. Like they, they can just ship it direct into Amazon, right? And in the rare instances where the company can't do that or there's some complicated prep that has to happen that the brand can't do, you can have it sent sent to what's called a prep center. There are very many companies in the United States and elsewhere that are that are literally do this. You send the product to them and they prep it for Amazon and then send it to Amazon for you. So you never have to see it or touch it. Love it's it. all it's all just happening in the background. Love, um, it. Love it. Well I want to now just transition to talk about the live event that you have coming up. Um, so you guys have a program called the wholesale formula. You guys are doing a free three day live event. You guys only do this once a year. You mind sharing with people a little bit about what they can expect if they register for it? Yeah. So, so like just some, just be totally transparent with everybody. My number one priority in my main business, Dan and my main business is our Amazon business. And it has always been that way. So it's our number one priority. And the wholesale formula is our, is a secondary business. And we have very many of them now that we've built over the years in finance, you know, investment, real estate and all kinds of stuff. But the wholesale formula uh, is, is our second business. So we're only really, we would love to put, to do this more often, but we can only do, we, once a year, we do a big free training like this. And that's our free training for this year coming up in February is, is this workshop and we're doing it digitally. It's live and it's digital um you know it's so it's it's gonna be a very fun unique experience to, to be able to work with us kind of kind of live and in person i would say uh, as we teach and train our model and method for selling on amazon because the reality is we didn't figure this out on our own someone showed us how to do this many years ago it was like someone else told us about the opportunity gave us kind of showed us the opportunity of selling on amazon so we've been showing people when we can when we have time to do it um ever since and so that that's coming up, uh, and I, I encourage you to attend. We are very transparent. Show everything. You know, you're going to learn, start to finish, how our business operates and how you can copy it and start doing it yourself. Because it, it's certainly um, it's been a wild ride, and I'm very thankful for the for everything that we've been able to accomplish in our business. And uh, it, you know, nothing that you ever do in your life do you do totally by yourself. A lot of us, everyone likes to think that they're a self-made man, but that's bullshit. None of us are. Uh, we all had help along the way sure. and other people that taught us and, and pushed us and things like that. So we just love to be able to love to be able to do this once a year. That's awesome. Now, I'm, I'm excited to be there. Tatiana and I have been um, learning a lot from you guys. I mean, we didn't, as we've both been selling on Amazon for years, but um, this model just makes so much sense and it's so simple. And that's why we wanted to have you guys on our channel 
to bring you to our audience because there's so many people that are looking to sell on Amazon private labeling and it's a great model. Don't, you know, I love private labeling still. I love even books. I love so many different ways though that people don't know about. And this is one of them that yeah. is unique and different and it just might be a better fit for a lot of people that are out there or for many people that are already doing private labeling and already you know, having success or, or maybe not, maybe you just gained some of the skills and knowledge, but this could be an opportunity to apply that in a different direction and to create some of that success. And you could still do both. You could still do private labeling. I know you guys do private labeling and this model too. So it's not one or the other. You can do both. Yeah. I said five years ago, we tried private label and we failed at it, but we figured it out a couple of years ago. Um, right. So we, we have our own private label brand now. Uh, I was actually, we were just had a meeting and looked at the financials of it. Had a really good year this year with it. Uh, it did $880,000 in sales of our, of our private label brand. Um, very good profit margins. So it's like we're in a lot of, it wouldn't have really been possible without what we learned through running our wholesale business, right? And so we're mm-hmm. adding more lines and doing more private label products based on that success. And, uh, and really excited about that. And if you, it's, it's, so that's, that's how I did it. It was started with wholesale and then, right. and then started adding private label. But if you already do private label, you already have all the skills. You're already an Amazon expert that a brand would love to have on their team, basically. They'd love to have as one of their authorized sellers because you already know what to do. You already know how to rank a product. You already know how to increase the sales of a product. Um, and that's what they need. They need people like you. They need that. So, sure. uh, so that's, that's why it's just great to be able to add it. Uh, right to your repertoire. Yep, pretty quickly. Sure. Yeah. All right. So I'll give you guys the link again to register. I'm going to link it below. But if you go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash TWF, TWF as in the wholesale formula, you can head on over to their page, register for it, uh, make sure that you're there, that you show up, give your full attention to it. Uh, I'll be there. Tatiana is going to be there. We're going to be taking notes, learning from you guys, and also be starting on this journey too. So we're, we're looking forward to it. Uh, but Dylan, I just want to thank you for your time, man. Thank you for explaining everything in depth. And uh, we look forward to joining you on the workshop. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We'll see you guys there. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We'll see you there. If you enjoyed this, give it a thumbs up, subscribe for more, and we'll see you at the upcoming training. Take care. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.